Oh boy, a lot to unpack here. A lot to unpack. Oh hell yeah, I am here for this. Wait, why do they have tails if they're in human form? Greetings, geek girls, geek boys, and geeks beyond the binary. This is Emily J with the I Ship It podcast, bringing you all your favorite things like fan fiction and fandom and a safe space to geek out however you want. It is still October, guys. It's the still the greatest month of the year. Yesterday in Portland, it was stormy and cold and the leaves were blowing everywhere and I was just like, so good. Um, so we have we have one more uh, week of Creeptober to get through. And I hope you guys have made the most of this October. I've been seeing so many, um, so many Halloween posts and costumes and people are writing scary fics and fics based off of their favorite scary movies. I know I personally wrote uh, one scary, well, not really scary. It was a ghosty style fic um, for one of my fandoms. Bonus points if you know which one. Um, but yeah, it's just been, it's, I don't know. It's just a, it's like the, the month I get to feel like a, like a kid again, where you get to be all scared and everything, but you're still safe and it's all good. Before I get to our fix, Vic for this week, uh, I do need to talk about something that I have been sort of sipping on all month. And that is the amazing, wonderful, phenomenal, can't say enough good things about it. Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. It is a 10-part series. And I read the book by Shirley Jackson when I was in seventh grade. And I watched the movie, I want to say it's with Liam Neeson. And I know Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it and Owen Wilson. And I never remember. Lily? Lily? Something? Lily? Yeah. No. I don't know. I, I have my computer open. I could look at it right now, but I'm not going to. Um, anyway, she's in it too, and she's wonderful, and I should remember her name, but I don't. And, uh, anyway, so that's a more faithful telling of the novelization. It's The Haunting of Hill House from, like, I want to say it's, like, 2000, maybe 1999, well, turn of the century times. And, uh, so I loved that movie, and then when I saw that they were doing a series, I was like, hmm, kind of curious. And this is one of those series that takes the source material and it just like just it's so faithful to it while still being a completely different story and I it is I I gotta say it's beautiful it's perfect it's wonderful but for me anyway it was not bingeable I could not watch more than I think the most I ever let myself watch was like two episodes at once. And part of that was that it was so good. I wanted to savor it. And the other part was it's heavy. It's heavy shit, guys. I saw one of my friends on Facebook wrote like, oh, my God, The Haunting of Hill House. Every episode weighs 100 pounds. And that's super true. Um, super. <laughs> it's very accurate. Good job. And uh, it's it's just like. There's it surrounds um, it surrounds the death of one of the the main characters, uh, the whole 10 episodes. And I think I tweeted that every episode feels like its own wake, which is like it's all I mean, 
it's just, like I said, it's just heavy. And it's one of the best ghost stories I've ever seen brought to life because it takes the word haunting and it, it uses every possible, possible machination of it. Um, like your grief can haunt you. Your guilt can haunt you. Your relationship with your family can haunt you. Um, you know, missed opportunities and fights and all the things that, you know, lies and, and secrets and, and just, and then actual ghosts. I mean, on top of all of this heavy emotional work that it does, it's also really fucking scary. I mean, it's not, you know, traditional jump scares. It's not gory at all. It's just genuinely chilling. And if you have a chance to watch it, if you have Netflix, fucking watch that shit. I finished it last night. I was weeping. I was so emotionally satisfied. And also, like, it's still, like, the end is still creepy. There is one actress that, like, I hope she wins something for it because she chilled me to the bone. And if you want to talk to me about it, I will happily talk to you guys about it because I fucking loved it. I, yeah, it was just... It was so good. It was like what I've always wanted out of a ghost story. And that's to to pay, you know, to pay homage to the fact that a ghost is a spirit of something that used to be alive. And uh, and that's that's what this series did. I Okay, switching gears. I haven't watched the new Sabrina yet. That is my plan. Probably, I'll probably watch it on, on Halloween. I do want to see it, though, because it's like I grew up watching Sabrina on TGIF and... Um, it wasn't my favoriteest show in the world, and I'm not sure if they made Salem talk in this one. I really hope that they did, because he was by far the best part. I know, Mox. We love cats in media, right? So good. So good. Moxie's excited, too. I think that's what we're going to do for Halloween. Um, I want to know what you guys are dressing up as for Halloween. I have a geek girl brunch today, and I am going as pretty much the most basic witch I've, I've ever made. I really just got a cute hat and a black dress and uh, I'm gonna oh I bought black lipstick yesterday I don't know if I'm gonna be badass enough to rock it I'm kind of worried it's gonna make my teeth look brown because as you can hear I'm sipping my coffee which is basically like tanning my teeth and uh, I try to keep them as white as possible but I just don't know if they're gonna stand up to the black lipstick challenge I will post a picture I will likely be sitting with Chelsea and uh, you guys can see our cute costumes. Hers is going to be way better because she's been working on it all week. And I'm very excited to see it. So what are you guys being for Halloween? I want to know. I want to see pictures. Um, you can tag us in uh, your posts to show off, especially if it's fandom related. I would love to see. I would love to see that. Uh, we've got KamoraCon happening right now in Portland. And it's all anime, which I'm sure you know if you know what that is. And it's not... Um, that is not a fandom that I know anything about, so uh, I don't go to that, um, and I don't understand. Everybody looks fantastic, but I don't know anything about any of their costumes or fandoms or animes or mangas or whatever. I have no idea what's going on there, but I've been looking at pictures on Instagram, and it's been super cute. So anyway, so if you want to tag I ship it pod uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, whatever, in your uh, Halloween photos, I would love to see what you guys are dressing up as for Halloween. And I will be sure to show you my silly lame costume, possibly with black lipstick, possibly not. 
Maybe I'll take one picture, be horrified, and never again. Um, but I'll show that to you guys because um, you're my friends, and I want to hang out with you for Halloween. Now, for the fic. This is the final official episode of Creeptober. We are going to do a Halloween special, but we'll you'll get that on the day. And uh, and I found this fic very early on in my search for creepy figs. And I decided to wait for this last week because it is exactly what I wanted the whole month. Everything I was looking for was packed up in this fic. And what I really wanted all month was a, a, a scary story about my favorite fandoms. So I looked in Harry Potter. I looked in Avengers. I looked, I mean, I even went like as far as like looking in like old school, like Newsies and Mighty Ducks and all that other stuff. Catching like Hunger Games, all of them, all of them. And this one is the one that really stood out. It is called Whistle in the Woods by Moth Tail. And it is an Avengers fic. Natasha and Clint, Natasha Romanoff and Clint Barton are the main characters. Uh, but all of the Avengers are there. And it's set, I want to say, like, probably after uh, or around, like, the time of, like, Age of Ultron before. So it was after, yeah, after Avengers Assemble. So between those two movies. Remember when we were talking about the Golden Age? This is one of those. It's not, it wasn't written then, it was written re- very recently, but it takes place in that golden age where they're all living in the tower and everybody's happy and it's all good. So um, the premise of this though, this is a great, yeah, this is a really great fic because, so they get lost in the woods. They are on a mission and everything's cool. And they, Steve and Nat are running after the guy, the bad guy, and they chase him to the end of a cliff and he pulls out this whistle and he blows into it and it's it doesn't like they don't hear anything they're like is it a fucking dog whistle and then he throws himself off a cliff so it's like mm, that was weird <laughs> nothing to read into there uh let's go home so they go back into their ship and everything's cool everybody's joking around and happy and and friends and blah 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 and then um the engines die and they crash <laughs> And they're all okay, but they're all sitting in the woods and they can't get a hold of their, you know, their team. They can't contact S.H.I.E.L.D. and ask for a rescue or a pickup or anything like that. They, um, they're just, they're just sitting ducks. And then one by one, they start going missing. (laughs) And I was reading this and I was like, ooh, geez. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's, it's really good. And the best part about it I think and I, this is a little uh, I don't know it's a spoiler I mean oh, fuck it I'm just gonna tell you what it is um you don't ever see the monster or the thing that's doing this you don't see it it's just it's that is the scariest possible thing you can do as a filmmaker as a writer as anybody who's doing stuff with scary because nothing is more scary than what's going on in my brain and that's the same with every reader, every watcher. That's why the first Paranormal Activity was so good because it was terrifying and you never saw the monster. Like, remember when we all saw signs and we were like, wow, this is terrifying. And then they showed the alien and it was like, oh, but it's kind of cute. Um, we don't want that. That's not what you want. You want to stay scary the whole time. And that's what this fic did. It was so fucking good. It was really, like I said, it was dark. Um, 
not uh not not really like didn't leave you in a great mood when you were done with it which is bold to do if you want to end on a like a note go for it because that is really um it's not uh it's not easy to do and it's not what people want but sometimes it's what they need and in this case this is what this is what we needed this is definitely what um, what we were looking for. Well, we, the royal we, I guess. Uh, this is what I was looking for all freaking month is this particular fic. Um, and I will read it again probably every Halloween season because it's real good. And I left a review and I told the author how good they were. And I know they appreciate it because they responded and they said thank you. But yeah, um, it's also one of those ones that uh, you don't realize how dark things have gotten. <laughs> Like, it really does, and I'd say this is like, oh, because it's a creeping thing that you don't see. It genuinely creeps up on you. It's it's a very chilling tale. So, well done, Moth Tale. I'm impressed. I'm pleased. I, um, I'm happy that you did this, because it's not, like I said, it's not, uh, it's not so easy to, um, to scare your audience with their favorites. <laughs> I mean, and I guess that's, you know, I found like one other one and it just wasn't, uh, it just wasn't doing it for me. But so I won't, I'm not going to talk about that one, but Moth Tail, Whistle in the Woods, real good. Read it with a light on. It's good and, and bone tingling, quite scary, quite wonderful, perfect for Halloween. So curl up with a mug of pumpkin spice something or some apple cider and a bowl of Halloween candy that you bought because you lied to yourself and said, maybe we'll get trick-or-treaters this year and you're just fucking eating it yourself. I won't tell anybody. Um, I exercised extreme restraint yesterday at Target while looking for my black lipstick because they had a sale on their Halloween candy already. Smart. And I did not buy any. So good job me. And watch, we'll like get trick-or-treaters and have to give them pennies or something like some old lady. But, um... I don't know, actually. I don't know that we get trick-or-treaters. I have no idea. Anyway, we'll just have to find out, and I'll update you guys next weekend. <laughs> if you care. I mean, I don't know. Does any... I, I would love to know, like, who gets trick-or-treaters, because all my friends who live in apartments are like, yeah, nobody ever comes to our house. So, I don't know. I don't know if apartment trick-or-treating is a thing of the past, and people could just go to neighborhoods where people have houses, or what the deal is. But, uh, but yeah, it's not... It's not a thing they do in our hood. Hopefully that'll change though, because I love seeing the little babes in their costumes and they're so excited and they're like, trick or treat. Um, also, I feel the need to address this all of a sudden. I wasn't planning on it, but now I am. There's like some hate going on for teenagers who dress up and go trick or treating um, at Halloween to the point that like there's a state in, or there's a city in Virginia where like if you're over 12 and you're caught trick or treating, you could be arrested. What the entire fuck? Here's my thought. Okay. It sucks to be a teenager. And if you want to dress up with your friends and go door to door collecting candy, not, you know, TPing houses or throwing eggs at cars or stealing candy from little kids or whatever the fuck they think teenagers do. If you want to dress up, and this goes for parents too, if you do, don't fucking tell your kid they're too old for Halloween. Halloween is amazing. And it's really, really, really amazing when you're in school. 
So if you want, if your kid wants to dress up and go out with their friends and get candy, that's adorable. Let them do that. That's not something they get to do as grownups. Stop fucking forcing people to be grownups earlier than it is. Being a grownup blows. We can all agree. Being a grownup blows. So let them have their childhood a little bit longer because if they're out trick-or-treating with their friends and they get candy and they come home and they dump out their bag and you can steal their Kit Kat bars or whatever the fuck you want, that's, they're still being kids. So let them be kids. And that means they're not out, you know, doing drugs or, you know, all those other things. They're not dead in a ditch somewhere. Just let them be kids, okay? Don't fucking yell at anybody. Don't, and don't, if you, if you teenagers come to your door, give them fucking candy. Don't be like, you're too old for this and slam the door in their face. That's mean. And they'll hate you and they'll remember it next year. <sighs> they might smash your pumpkins, which we didn't even carve this year. Jesus, I'm so bad at Halloween this year. My God. Anyway, um, that's my failure for another time. That's something to work through in therapy. So before I go, before I bounce on out of here and get on with my Sunday, I don't know if you can tell it's early in the morning. My voice is all low and sexy. It's not really. It's just gravelly and sleep deprived. <laughs> but before I get out of here, I do want to share with you some of my favorite uh, horror movies. If you are looking for things to watch, I recommend all of these. Most of them, I think you're going to have to rent them or whatever on a streaming service or go to Redbox or I don't know how Redbox works, but anyway, um, we'll do a top five. I think I can, I think I can pull five out. So, uh, top five horror movies for the Emily J, uh, the Emily J fandom. <laughs> We've got number one, always with a bullet. I will watch it a billion trillion times is the original paranormal activity. I'm not talking about volumes two through 18 or whatever the fuck they've done, though. I've seen them all because <laughs> I, I just, you know, couldn't stop myself. Um, but the original paranormal activity with its $10,000 budget and it's, uh, flowery footprints on the floor and it's it's fucking tiny little you know door handle moving scares scared the bejesus out of me the first time I saw it and still I think still holds up so watch the first one if you're jaded on found footage that's totally fine but that's the original so watch that first paranormal activity good second is the conjuring with uh Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga based on the case files of Ed and Lorraine Warren. So good, so scary, uh, possibly one of my favorite movies ever. And when I was retelling, this was a wonderful memory of mine, I was, I was with my in-laws one time and we were sitting around the table. Jer was not there, I was just over there for dinner. And I was, we were sitting around the table and I was talking about this movie and none of them, they had all agreed they weren't going to see it, but they wanted to know what happened. So I basically had to tell them the whole plot. And about halfway through, I didn't realize that I'd commanded the attention of every living being in that house because a dog outside barked and one of the men jumped so high, he like lifted the table up with him. And everybody screamed. It was hilarious. It was the best. It was just the best. I felt like the ultimate storyteller. And it wasn't my story. It was Ed and Lorraine Warren's. So it was so fucking good. Anyway, really scary. Really wonderful. That Lily actress that I couldn't remember, she's in that too. How about that? Um, number three has to be It, the remake, the 2017 remake. I'm not a fan of the 1990 made-for-TV movie. I'm sure it has a place on the 
on the shelf with a bunch of people. But I think that the uh, the movie that they made in 2017 was brilliant and perfect and exactly what I wanted from that story. Um, and flawless. Those children are amazing. We've talked about this before. Children are amazing. Pennywise is horrific. The whole thing is just so 80s and so good. So watch that one. Uh, that leaves us with two left. I'm going to go with Hereditary, which just came out this past summer um, with uh, Tor- Tony Collette. Mm, it's uh, another one that really deals with the uh, the haunting of grief and ghosts of people and ghosts of feelings and ghosts of things. It's also horrifying. There are plenty of images that I'm like, Jesus, I'm not going to sleep for weeks. And uh, kind of a slow burn on that one. So it takes a little bit more patience, but worth it. And uh, number five is a tie. So I'm actually going to give you six titles. These will all be in the notes if you want to make a list. Um, Don't worry. But so number five is either... uh, Shit. What is it? Um, Quiet Place. There we go. The Quiet Place with Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. Uh, that's an alien monsters kind of kind of deal. There is uh, a lot of tension, high fucking tension in that movie. Like I don't think I unclenched my jaw and my hands the entire time I was watching it. It was really, 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 really scary. And there's there's a couple scenes where it's like, oh look, all of my fears are coinciding in one scene and I almost couldn't watch it my knees were like inside of my mouth I was just like crumpled into a ball of (laughs) so wonderful so wonderful and if you if you don't want to breathe for two and a half hours watch that one and then the sixth slash tie is a, a little film called the autopsy of Jane Doe and I don't think it got a wide release I bought it um on voodoo it was not able to rent so I just was like whatever it's my birthday I'm gonna buy a horror movie um, little, I think, I want to say it's an indie film, but I, I don't know where it played. So it just kind of came out, um, about a, uh, he's not a funeral director. He is a medical examiner, um, slash mortician, I guess, um, who they get a body, an unidentified body, a Jane Doe. It's him and his son working on this uh, this body and a bunch of crazy shit starts happening. And it's just, it's really good. It's a it's controlled scares. It's not a lot of jump scares. There's a few. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's more of a mystery. And it's really, I thought it was very satisfying. So those are your top six horror movies to scare the shit out of yourself between now and Halloween. And then once Halloween happens, kiddos, guess what time it is? Time for Nana. I'm so excited for NaNoWriMo to not sleep enough and eat a lot of crap and drink a lot of caffeine and throw 50,000 words into a word processor in 30 days or less. (laughs) So um, you can all look forward to my descent into madness. If you have a fix that you think might help me get through the next uh, the next month while I'm doing this, I would love a recommendation. You can find us, as I said before, on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook, all at iShipItPod, or visit us on our website at the at iShipItPod.com. And we have all kinds of stuff there. 
We're expanding every day. Among those things that we have there is an affiliate link to shop on Amazon. If you want to start your Christmas shopping and give us a little jingle, doesn't cost you any extra. Um, our coffee fund and our PayPal account. If you'd like to uh, get in the spirit, come on, let's hear it early on this season and help us keep this little ship sailing. That is all I got for you guys today. I hope you have the most wonderful Halloween weekend. Had the most wonderful Halloween weekend. And enjoy this last little smile from October before it goes to bed for the long winter. You have a wonderful time. Happy Halloween and get your ship together. 